0: person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarine. This episode was recorded at the University of Minnesota, Minnetonka. I'm usually the last person you want to help you with directions, but I did my best as I walked to class and had a wonderful conversation with Dr. Sheila. Enjoy. Enjoy. Dr. Sheila. Hey. I I'm a,
1: so glad I found you.
0: I got the map. Okay. So okay, we're, um, we're going to figure it out. And it looks like. Uh, my
1: class I know is at the end of the quad. I should know better. I've been here for 30 years. I'm so yeah. glad I found you.
0: Dr. Sheila, you said you're in the. Humanities or sociology building. Sociology sociology building. building.
1: It's right next to uh, the animal uh, pediatrics. Yes,
0: it is in the quad. It's not in this quad. We need to go one quad over. So that's
1: about a mile and a half.
0: Well, I'd love to chit chat with you while we walk. Why
1: not? (laughs) Why not? It is really really warm today, so it's going to be nice to have the company. The older I've gotten, the more that woman thing happens, you know, menopause. One day I'm hot, one day I'm cold. In the last couple of years, I've been relatively warm. It's, you know, so pardon for the lack of of gear that I'm wearing. I'm burning up.
0: And I don't want to dismiss any struggles of, of menopause. Right. But... In Minnesota, which often gets pretty darn cold.
1: Well, it gets cold, but when you're still hot. I mean, I have been wearing shorts all through December. It's ridiculous.
0: Just for our, our listeners, uh, whatever you are picturing in your mind when you think of a, a doctor professor at a university, yeah. uh, just go ahead and get rid of that out of your yeah, mind. You
1: should see what I'm wearing right now. She has a
0: purple tank top yeah. and uh, just a pair of kind of like regular cargoy type shorts.
1: Yeah, they just cover as somebody used to say the naughty bits yeah. <laughs> the naughty bits are sweating really badly too yeah.
0: I would say uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raiders yeah, wears those type of that's shorts that's
1: very well played on that yeah, um, that actually makes me sound almost classy the way I am in my mind
0: so far I find you to be a very uh, classy oh, well, that's, person that's very yeah.
1: very sweet of you I are we heading the right direction
0: I have the map and I've, I've figured okay. it out okay alright
1: great you should come to my class
0: so you're a professor of
1: human sociology
0: human sociology. Yeah. Well, that's fascinating to me because I love talking to humans.
1: I mean, I've been been—I've been studying this, actually. Most people, when I was younger, mm-hmm. you know, I started in Minnetonka. Oh, really? Yeah. I, You're local. I, I'm a local. Very cool. Yeah, Very I've, cool. Been, I've been here forever. People go when they come and they want to go to bigger places like Minneapolis or Chicago or... Duluth. Duluth. <laughs> Screw Duluth. Yeah. I've been living here pretty much all my life. And it's really interesting. Everyone thought I was a numb nuts. I, you know, it's like. Really? What's well, a shame? Well, like he, your friends and family or well, such? Well, that's the thing. Mr. Johnson. I own this little store called the Johnson Store. And mm-hmm. I used to go there all the time. That's when I really started studying human nature. Really. Because
0: he dismissed you or he was dismissive uh, of you? He, or?
1: Was, he, was, he was good to me. Oh, but, he was ooh, good to you. That's good. Yeah, but who? My ex-husband. Wow.
0: We got an ex in the picture you now.
1: Well, you know, are we going the right way?
0: It's in the other quad, so we have okay. to cut through. All
1: right. We'll cut through we here. We got to
0: cut through here. All right. So. Now, your ex-husband, he's not Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson was. The...
1: No, no, no. He was he was the owner of this place where I met my husband.
0: Oh, OK. You met him. Oh, you know, this is as quaint as you can get. You met your husband in a little store in, a, in Minnetonka. How adorable. That's fun. hmm Oh, I guess it didn't turn out so, so mm-hmm. well.
1: hmm I was married to him for two years. Mm-hmm. And when we originally met, it was like, oh, he's interesting. He's sassy. He's he's smart. Be it as it may, you know, your kids, you're young. I just met him.
0: How, how this do you were like teenagers or twenties? We or? were
1: like 18, 19, 20, oh, yeah. you know, around there, you know, just before drinking age.
0: You fall hard at that age.
1: Well, you think you're in love. You mm-hmm. know how humans can be. I teach it in my class. Everyone's a human, right? Oh man.
0: I could not agree more.
1: Exactly. We're all just humans and we're just trying to make it on Earth. It levels the playing field. Mm. So I teach that to them and then I go and tell them the story about my ex-husband. Wow. He, you
0: share that with your class.
1: Of course I do because it's called transparency.
0: But you know what? Well, most professors don't do that. They right. don't most, share that with themselves. Most professors
1: don't even show up on time for their class. And that was the thing with my ex-husband, you see. He didn't respect my time. And I've never seen a man so lazy in his entire life. I mean, that's when I started really studying the human condition on why people are so lazy. I mean, he he could stand at his job, look like he's doing something and not do anything. He would just he would do that at home. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and do the yard. And then he just stand out in the middle of the yard and do nothing.
0: That, that's a, that almost and sounds concerning.
1: It's, it was strange and weird. But you know what? He was a numb nuts.
0: You, he was a numbnuts.
1: Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I get, there's a million other swearing words I could use. But mm-hmm. numb nuts is probably the best thing. You know, he would just stand there and do literally nothing. And then I go, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, I'm doing the lawn. And I go, you're not doing the lawn. He goes, yes, I am. In my mind all right, brother. And he did that for a year and a half. Not standing in the lawn, obviously. Right. But when we got married, I waited at the altar for him.
0: Oh, no. He was late to your wedding?
1: He was late to... I oh, think that's, that's also a... the reason why I have a thing about time. That's a
0: red flag right there. It
1: major red flag. Yeah. And I just went, wow, what a numb nuts.
0: So it really was him wasting your time mm-hmm. that maybe was not respecting you as a human being, not I, respecting you as... I think
1: it was a large majority of that. Wow. Uh, so I,
0: that's what, what kind of yeah. broke you guys up.
1: It, well, that and the fact that he just sexually, mm-hmm. he wasn't that great.
0: Now, was it the same thing where he would just do nothing?
1: He tried to do something Uh huh. and he thought he was great. He was an outdoorsman.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And the first time... You know, he found this place. It was a couple of miles away from here. Are we Wait, going your first, in? The-
0: your first time was outdoor sex? Yeah, it was. Oh, boy. That's challenging for anyone, I think. If outdoor sex is your first sex, because there's always that discovering each other, trying to figure out
1: amongst trees and and leaves and yeah you don't want to and hay and gnats oh
0: my god no this this sounds like a
1: we ended up doing it kind of inside outside it was kind of rainy and weird and you know i'm just like great so now i'm moist Uh not in a good way and then he finished and he was so happy with himself he started high-fiving himself
0: Oh, the self-high-five? The self-high-five? That's a red flag.
1: That's a, uh, There were a million, yeah, this, you
0: yeah. know mm-hmm. what is that? If you've just been intimate with someone, you wouldn't, you want to high-five them?
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I thought as I was laying in a pile of hay. And, I mean, keep in mind, I am an African-American woman. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing worse than getting hay in your weave.
0: A, a roll in the hay is not a pleasurable thing no it's I don't it, know where that came from a young
1: Frankenstein I'm almost certain and the smell of the smell of manure and and just the gnats around the manure of the other animals and the only thing I thought was my God, the only thing I want to do right now is. Put back on my little short shorts and just go the hell home and how do How do you say that to someone who seemed like he was having such a good time with himself right
0: well and that's very kind of you, like you were trying to not ruin his buzz or trying to not yeah. ruin his moment, yeah, but it sounds like you had a
1: i it was very
0: unpleasurable moment it,
1: i wish I wish my first time was a little better hmm. uh, I just
0: that was your first time. Ever, ever, yeah. Oh boy,
1: yeah. So he drove me back to Mr. Johnson's store, and
0: I—what mm-hmm. uh, well, was this mid shift, or did he, was, have, well, did he I, have to get back to work? He had,
1: He basically was like, "Let's run away," because he was just standing at the store, literally just looking at something. He goes, "I have to go and finish stocking the shelves," and then when he dropped me back mm-hmm. from his, on his bike, he—I swear to God, he—I looked in as I was leaving, and he was just standing there. And it wasn't stocking anything.
0: Uh, bike? You mean a motorcycle?
1: Yeah, had a motor- oh, yeah, a motorcycle. Oh, now do you like a, a? It was. It was actually. It was the best thing out of the whole experience. Yeah. I should have mm. admire the motorcycle. Mm. I had more fun on the motorcycle because uh, of the engine.
0: Sure, I, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. And when you're when you're uh, riding with the wind in your hair, maybe yeah. you get some of that straw out.
1: It, was, it It helped a little bit, but still. Back uh-huh. then, I had braids. Once you get braid, you know, it's there's no no wind in the world because it gets all stuck within the weave so you have to literally go home and start picking things out of your hair oh i would have said in the hopes that a braid doesn't fall out from because you braid it in uh-huh. you, you're hoping that it doesn't come apart
0: dr sheila we have to yes. turn we gotta turn oh, sh- oh to shoot oh shoot okay
1: okay i'm sorry i just went the wrong way <laughs> I, no, I just I, uh, I, my I, bad my I, bad
0: no i was i almost started following uh, you him. know
1: things are looking more familiar now okay right. I, I think i'm okay i think i'm almost okay. Now, you've been teaching here for... I've been teaching here for about 25, 30 years. 25. Th- and did they yeah. just
0: recently move your classroom? or? No,
1: I've been there for a while.
0: It's nice that it doesn't frustrate you, that you have a lightness about it.
1: Uh, That's you nice. Ha- you have to. You know, when you're... You know, a lot of professors are a little muddle-headed.
0: Which is maybe what you want out of a professor. You want somebody who has a unique insight.
1: A unique insight. And also, you don't want them to be so didactic in their thinking that it's just it sounds like a computer. You know, I don't want to sound righteous or anything like that, but you know, I want to go and have a good aura about what I do and to pass that along to kids. Uh, I will never tell them how to read a map, but I do know how to go and tell them how to be. How to be. My husband was all about that.
0: So let me ask you this yes. big question. Yes. Oh, we're heading as we're heading into this building. Yes. Um
1: Oh my goodness. Thank Goodness. Wait, hold on. Let me find my keys while you talk.
0: Dr. Sheila. Yes. Can an individual human change?
1: Honestly? No. You can change in many different ways mm-hmm. to go and kind of push down the, the horrible in you. Mm-hmm. You can push that down so it doesn't come out. But I think you will always carry that horrible. But everybody is designated. To be who they are, but then there's you know the correctiveness, which is being around other humans and talking and listening. I love that. That's the
0: thing. The only way to modify your maybe outward behavior is to interact with other humans. Exactly,
1: and that's and that's the importance I think of university.
0: you, you were just about to walk off the back of the oh, building. We're, oh, we're, oh, my goodness. Your class is in this building. So. That's
1: right. I, I I just wander. We I just
0: kept going down this hallway, and it I seemed know, like you were we, just going to walk right out the back I get door.
1: so involved with talking about, you know, changing.
0: I love it. I just don't want you to be late to your class because I know time is important I,
1: Time to you. is Time is a thing. And I leave the house three hours before to get lost.
0: You are a... A person after my own heart because yeah. I love getting lost. Well, here we are at your class. Thank you. You uh, want to come on in? You yes. want to go
1: and take a look at the board? Take a look at. the board. I, so I'd love to sit
0: in on this on yeah, this yeah. class, and uh, I'll let you let you do your thing, and then uh, maybe we can have a little quick chat uh, after class. Okay.
1: All right, great. Well, have a seat, my love.
0: Barry, the lead, you wrote the book that you're teaching in this class. <laughs>
1: exactly. I, I That's didn't. That's
0: me. I didn't know that you. So, uh, folks, and if you can go out there, I'm so, sure that you can get this book anywhere you want. It's on
1: Amazon. It's in Kindle.
0: Life is a secondhand store. She sets it up by saying, everything's already here when you arrive. No matter is created or destroyed. So, life is a secondhand store. So,
1: right. Everything old is new again, mm-hmm. like a secondhand store.
0: To you, because it's, exactly. you may be experiencing it for the first time.
1: Somebody who has lived with, say, for instance, if you go into a secondhand store mm-hmm. and you walk around, And you see long dangly, you know, loop earrings, you know, the kind from the 80s where Uh so large that you can set them on fire and dogs go through (laughs) those (laughs) lovely earrings. So you look at that and you go, who was that human being who wore those?
0: Who's the person who made them?
1: Who was the person who exactly who was the person who made them? And it delves into that. So you want to find the history and the lineage. You want to go and look at that and go, where did these come from? And then you turn that inward. And go, where do I come from?
0: You could hear people go, oh, like people sucked in air. It's like, it's air. like,
1: it's like Push, mind blown. Because
0: right? you, take every, you, you track it from the secondhand store to the person who purchased it, to the person who made it, to the person who mined the materials exactly. that it was made from. So you do that whole trajectory. And
1: then you turn around and say, now what's your trajectory?
0: You know what I wanted to ask about is, I was looking at your hands and I was trying to figure out if you were... What? Married or yeah, had oh. the new thing, but you have a ring on every single finger. Well,
1: of course I do, I, and don't get started about my toes.
0: Oh, I can see. Yeah. yeah but, by the way, she also wears open-toed shoes. She wears basically yeah. kind of like. Oh, a, it's a hot flip-flop. out
1: here, and you know, menopause. My yeah. God, so it's not
0: warm today for for it, me. It's it's it's.
1: Well, you're it's, a man. It, oh, 50. Congratulations, you're a man. Oh boy, here we go.
0: Uh, I apologize. I've made an assumption. Do these rings represent things or are no, you married no, again? I just,
1: I, these are all from, as we talked about, from the secondhand store.
0: Oh, those are rings from the secondhand store. Yeah.
1: Um, and I want to, it's interesting to wear other people's history. So the one that's in the middle is a clotter ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it goes back to the history of someone who owned this, who was proud of their heritage. This one is Ying and Yang. Uh
0: huh. I see that. Uh, right, because
1: right, right. You, we all have two sides, and this one is my is <laughs> my wedding ring, which I refuse to take off.
0: Oh, really? Uh, you, so you still wear the wedding ring from your yes, husband of course and... I
1: do. You know why? It's pretty.
0: <laughs> it is a pretty ring,
1: it, isn't it? Nice. That's isn't a
0: nice it, looking ring.
1: It, it's it's cubic zirconia.
0: Here's what. Here's a question for yeah. you, Doctor Sheila. Why do we say that a diamond is more valuable than cubic zirconia, or why do we say a Piece of wood is less valuable than a piece of gold. Put...
1: Fascinating. I've never really gone down this rabbit hole.
0: You know how we put more value on certain humans exactly. than other humans.
1: Now that's interesting. That might be a new book.
0: Oh, that
1: might be a, that. Actually, might be a new book. The value of life to the value of humans. It, it, oh, the name is too long. It's not catchy. The but,
0: value of a human. A
1: value. The value of a human. Value humans are us.
0: True value humans are us, and you true can get val- it. Maybe yeah. you can get it sponsored by True Value Hardware Store. L-
1: I love the idea of true values, uh-huh. and it would literally look like a front of a store, and having humans next to a pile of crap that people. Buy for no reason, maybe off the TikTok store or something like that, uh-huh. and then you know what first, and then a pile of money in the middle, and then a human. So you're comparing what's more important to each other. I I see the poster. Oh yeah, I absolutely see the book cover. Uh-huh. So oh, wait, I have Dr.
0: Sheila. That's the football stadium.
1: Oh the, that, hi hi guys. Uh, wrong place. Sorry. That's,
0: that's the parking garage over there. So we're just gonna head over that way. So when you interact with these. Young people, these fresh minds that are just coming into your class. Mm -hmm. Is there any first piece of advice you offer students to help them get going on their journey of becoming the best human they can?
1: Don't get into debt young.
0: Don't get into debt young.
1: Just don't get into debt. Not only money debt, but also mind debt. Do not invest your time in someone you know is going to hurt you. So if you meet someone on campus and you look at them and go, well, they're extremely attractive and they seem really nice, but they don't call you on time. They say mean things in your public circle.
0: They show up late to your wedding.
1: They show up late to your wedding. They stand in the middle of your lawn or your your quad Mm -hmm. and just stand there saying, oh, I'm doing my homework when you're just standing in the quad. Think about that twice. He might be attractive. He might be kind. He might have that joie de vie. But look at him and say, is this fool worth it? Is he going to be like this all the time? Literally say the words to you when they do something that is a red flag that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Look at them and go, is this dumbass worth it? Literally say, listen to my voice, kids. And I want you to repeat it literally the way I say it is this fool worth it? That's real talk.
0: That's straight T. You're not trying to say, this is some ancient philosophy. <laughs> I'm just trying to get real and say, is don't it? put yourself in emotional, mental, and financial exactly. debt.
1: You look at this credit card. It says it has a 32% interest on it that you have to pay back. Is this fool card worth it? No, it's uh, not.
0: It, it almost pairs well with Maybe it was Mark Twain or someone that said uh, youth is wasted on the young. Yes. If you get into debt, emotional debt, mental debt, spiritual debt.
1: Financial debt.
0: Financial debt.
1: Any kind of debt is going to make your life harder.
0: Dr. Sheila? Yes. Did you ever fall in love again? No. No.
1: I have always fallen in like.
0: Why do you think you haven't fallen in love?
1: I don't know. Maybe on my deathbed, this wonderful human in shining armor will come and descend down over my deathbed and go, I'm the one. I'm like, that's great. And I'll die.
0: Well, why don't you want it before now? Uh, like, don't you
1: uh, want I, I, it for you yourself? You know what? You know, what? You know what I'm in love with? Wandering aimlessly around trying to find my car with you in the moment. Ooh, you're
0: in love with the moment.
1: I'm in love with the moment.
0: I'm in love with the moment. So how could I be in love with?
1: Anybody else?
0: Anybody else? Because or the anything moment, else. the
1: moment you can fall in love with the moment, also in in a lot of ways, sometimes will not hurt you. The moment will not stay in the middle of lawn Going, what's my next moment? No, they are. The, it is the moment. I love the moment. I like people, and I I love specific people. I love my mom. I love Mister Johnson, who tried to warn me about marrying dumbass. I loved him. There's different kinds of love, you know. Boop, boop.
0: Uh, This is is Oh, yay! We found it.
1: My goodness. (laughs) This is your car. This is my car. My goodness, we're here.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much uh, for having this conversation. I feel more human because of it.
1: You're ever so welcome. We're all humans and one day we'll run into each other again as the human do.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Help amplify the anthem by taking a moment right now to follow, rate, and leave a loving review of our show on Apple Podcasts. It helps, and we certainly appreciate it. Our show is completely improvised and produced by Douglas Sarine, aka me, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. Our theme song was produced by the wonderful Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. A special note of gratitude to Sean Landry for having some fun with us as Dr. Sheila. Sean grew up on the south side of Chicago and is currently based in Los Angeles. She's worked for the Geese Theater Company, the Second City, and African American Shakespeare Company. Sean created the San Francisco Improv Festival and has taught theater across the country and internationally and is the founder of the Ledge Theater in Los Angeles. She's married to improv partner Hans Summers of Landry Summers, and LedgeTheater.org and SeanLandry.com are good places to start to find out more about her. Inspiration for this episode came from the song Raspberry Beret by Prince. In 2022, American songwriter ranked Raspberry Beret number four on their list of the 10 greatest Prince songs. Find out more info about the song in this episode's liner notes, where you can also find a link to enjoy our eclectic and ever-growing Anthem of Life playlist on Spotify. You'll find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life Podcast. Give us a follow and let us know what you love about Dr. Sheila. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about.